0: Parsha Themes is for inspired people like you who are looking for engaging and relevant Parsha and Moedim thoughts. Our weekly discussions focus on uplifting thoughts and actionable ideas that will upgrade your avodas Hashem and enhance your Shabbos and Yantov table. I'm your host, Rabbi Yosef Tropper, and it's an honor to have you with me here today. Hello and welcome to Parsha's Ekev. I'm going to focus on a couple of comments from the Ramban. So the Torah starts off in Parsha's Ekev. remember. We are in Devarim, Deuteronomy, Mishnah Torah. So Moshe is really reviewing much of the Torah and the laws with Kali Yisrael. And the Pesukim in Akev start off extolling the Jewish people to keep the Torah and to follow the Mishpatim. And in Perik, Zion, Pasuk Gimel, the Pasik says, Vahevcha, And I will love you. So what does that mean? So the Ramban says that when you do the Mishpatim, Lshem and because of your love of Hashem, then the result will be that Gam hu yehavoscha, that Hashem will love you back. And that's the pshat of Va'ahevcha in this Pasuk, that Hashem will love you, and uh, that is the goal of the Torah, that we should serve Hashem out of love, and He will love us back. And He will bless you as well. What does that mean? That nothing bad will happen to you because of the mishpat that you do. That a person, a, a dayan, is not allowed to be afraid of anyone. Of course, the person has to take his shalos to protect themselves, and uh, if they're dealing with a dangerous case, uh, certainly... It cannot be foolish. However, like the Yom Shlomo says very famously, that a dying has to be ready to fulfill the law and not be afraid of anybody. That is the blessing we will get for following the Mishpatim and bringing civil law and civility to a Jewish nation. Perik Zion Pasuk Tesvav, the Pasuk says, Hashem mimcha v'chol and all the, mal- Hashem will remove maladies from you and all the maladies of Mitzrayim I will not place upon you. So, what's the shot? Why did Hashem mention Madvei Mitzrayim, the maladies of Mitzrayim, and instead Hashem says, "When a son when of a chol I'll, I'll give them, inflict them upon all your enemies." So that's specifically the shot says Ramban that we know that the Egyptians were punished because they hurt the Jewish people, and so Hashem is saying that anyone else that hurts you, I will continue to act that way towards them when the Jewish people are doing what's right and following the Torah, and I will continue to take care of you and protect you from them. That's one shot. Another one is that the Ramban says that Hashem is telling them that when you follow Mishpatim and you live a proper life, uh, then as a nation, I will protect you from the Madve the from all the negativity, all the negative health issues of Egypt. But if a person does not keep the mitzvos, then um, just like it says in the Te'ud Chachos, in the rebuke, that they will get the punishments of Mitzrayim. So Hashem could bring that to the Jewish people as well. And that's not at all what we want. And um, that is one of the most important things that we have to recognize, that there is a cause and effect based on our behaviors, that Hashem reacts towards us as we react towards Him. And like we say in Shema every day, when we follow the Torah and the Mitzvos, then Hashem will increase our success. And when we don't, then Hashem will, God forbid, punish us to get us back on track. Moving on to Perak Ches, Pasuk Beis, you should remember the path that I took you guys in the Midbar for all these years. And says the Ramban, we must remember as Jews how Hashem took care of us in the Midbar and how Hashem supported us through great miracles because we followed His Torah and Mitzvos. And the Ramban refers back to his comment in Parsha's Haman in Yisro, where he says that I'm testing you, and I'm testing you to see if you're going to follow the Torah and the Mitzvos, and if things are good, do you follow me and serve me better and serve me more fervently, or do you turn away from me? And that's what Hashem is looking for. When we think back to all the chesed, the kindness that he did for the Jewish people in Mitzrayim and in the yams, splitting the yams of and taking them out and bringing them in the Midbar and giving them man for 40 years, we are supposed to remember the importance of serving Hashem. Perik Ches, Pasig Yud. The Pasig says, a very famous Pasig for benching, the Achalt, as Hashem so what's the pshat it says the Ramban? Why does it say Al So what does that mean? So the Ramban translates it Al Pshat, which is that it, it it should be read as you should eat and be satiated and bless Hashem Al and also you should thank Hashem for the great land Eretz Yisrael is a beautiful place spiritually for the Jewish people, and we must always be thankful to Hashem. This does not mean that the mitzvah of benching applies uh, only in Eretz Like some people might want to read the Pusik says in Arban, that's not at all what it means. What's the pshat here? The pshat is that when a person eats, their body is stimulated and their body is nourished. And we need to know that Eretz is a nourishing place for the Jewish nation as well. How many people do we know that go to Eretz and are inspired? Averir Eretz Yisrael Machim. Just the air itself makes a person wiser and gives a person a perspective in life that sometimes cannot be gotten elsewhere. And the beauty of Eretz Yisrael, Every time we eat, we mention Eretz Yisrael because it was a place which we brought carbonos and we got close to Hashem, and therefore it was a place where the physical world was elevated to the spiritual realm. And that's why it's, and that's why we find Eretz Yisrael being mentioned in reference to benching, because it is deeply rooted in this idea that just like when we bench, we are elevating the physical and turning our eating into a nourishing and spiritual experience. So, so too, when we think about Eretz Yisrael, that's exactly what it is. It's a place that turns even our physical existence, just living there. It's like a sukkah, just living there is a, and walking in the land of Eretz Yisrael and connecting with Eretz Yisrael is a tremendous mitzvah. Moving on to Perik Tes, Pasig Yud it says, luchos. Moshe describes that I grabbed the two luchos and I threw them away and I smashed them because you were serving the ego. So, says Aramban, this is part of the Tochacha. It's not just a description of a story that was going on. This is part of the Tochacha, that your Avera was so large for me to carry that I saw you were playing in front of the egel and serving it for Abu Dazar, so I had to break the Luchos. And at the same time, it also hints to Moshe's leadership skills that he made a call then, like the Medrash says, that at this point, I'd rather the Jewish people be judged as a penuya and not as an ish as ish in their rebellion against Hashem, so to speak. We know that the egel itself was served by mostly the heir of Rav, but nonetheless it was still considered a sin that the Jewish people had to contend with beyond the scope of this conversation today. Perik Yud Aleph, Pasik dalid. it says that Hashem brought the Yamsuf on the Egyptians and Hashem destroyed them by Yavdeim Mashem Adayom Azeh. What does that mean? So the Ramban says that every sus and rechev and perashim, all the chariots and horses and riders that came in there that were Mitzrayim, they all chased after the Jewish people. And after the, you'd see as Mitzrayim, Egypt was left in shambles. It was a, it, it literally went from being the world power and the, the most powerful, robust, famous, it was like the America of their time. That was just like Germany was one of the leading countries of a time of World War II. Um, and yet they did this horrific, horrific thing to the Jewish people. And so too in Egypt, they were a world power, but after... Uh, and time, they were destroyed. There was literally no Sus and Rechav, and all their entire army and most of their men were all dead. And so again, we see that when you start up with the Jewish people, there's a tremendous punishment and tremendous destruction that takes place. It's interesting because historically, in the Egyptian um, history books, there is a discussion about this great destruction that took place around the time of and time, and it probably is referring to Jewish people being there and the total destruction of Egypt after they heard Hashem. Finally, Parakid Aleph Bey is a beautiful thought to end off with. our connection with Hashem, the Torah expresses that we need to connect to him. So what does that mean? So the Ramban says that Devaikas in Hashem means what does that mean? That you should love, you should remember Hashem and you should constantly think about your love of Hashem and your mind should never be away from this. Even when you're walking on the road or when you're lying When you're standing up, like the pasuk says in Shema, that he's uh, right, right here in this vicinity. So it says Ramban, you should be so focused deeply on on loving Hashem and connecting with Hashem that on, on the outside, with your mouth, you're talking, and you're to other people, but your heart is with Hashem and in front of Hashem only. And this is the mila that even in of great zedekim that even in their lifetime they were tzerivot zra'achaim they were connected with Hashem now of course we understand that we have to be normal and all the gedolim, many of the gedolim have taught us to be normal and to be connected with Hashem but this idea that our essence and our focus and our heart is on Hashem this is something that is very private this is not something that is evident necessarily to everyone in our in our day-to-day interactions and in day-to-day functioning but this is what it's all about like the samsover says in the pusik hanisteros Hashem lokenu that our, that our inner world is always focused on Hashem. But on the outside, we take care of our family, ourselves, our children, our bodies. And uh, on the outside, we act normal. We function with the world. That's what Hashem wants. He wants us to live in the world and to take care of our health, our mental health, our physical health. and uh, But to always know that Hanistaros, the, the inner chambers of what's, what our focus is, is it's always dedicated to Hashem. That's what it means to be a true Eved Hashem to focus on Hashem. If we look at the beginning of Sefer Yoshua, it describes the first pasuk Moshe Rabbeinu's death that he's called Eved Hashem. That's the greatest title he could get. He was a servant of Hashem, and throughout the entire Sefer and throughout Yoshua's entire life, he was striving to emulate his Rebbe. Pnei Moshe, Chama, Pnei Yoshua, He was a reflection of his Rebbe. And finally, at the end, in the last chapter of Yoshua, he is granted that title for all of his greatness he's also called Yoshua Ebed Hashem. That is the ultimate thing that we're trying to be. We're trying to be Obed Hashem, who serve Hashem with truth and honesty, and that is the most great thing we can do for ourselves and for our children and for everyone around us. Thanks for joining us. For more Torah content and to make sure you never miss an episode, don't forget to subscribe and visit us at ParshaThemes.com.